This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Your official station to talk Yankees. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long. And most days it doesn't suck. No, it doesn't. Not on a football Friday. What is up? The warm-up show on this gloomy, brutal Friday. But, the, you know, Eddie's still got a glow to him. That's kind of cool to see. And, of course, for me on the screen, his name is Al Brock Dukes. What's up, Al? Good morning there, Jerry. We uh, had our holiday uh, morning show get-together yesterday. Last Did anybody night. get drunk and swing off the chandeliers? Uh, no, but uh, uh, we, we all had our share of alcohol, and I was talked into some red wine, and I'm hurting a little bit this morning, Jerry. I'm not, are you? Uh, yeah, really? Bit, yeah, I'm a, weak, I'm a weakling when it comes to drinks. Uh, well, I I don't know you as a wine drinker. I only know you as the light beer and then back in the day, the vodka. Yeah. Yeah. I got talked into the red wine because that was like seemed what everyone was drinking. And it seemed at the time I was like, yeah, red wine does go with meat. It does go with meat, they you know say. I, you know what I mean, Jerry? And it's uh, and it was, oh, I'm sure high quality uh, red wine. Sure. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It probably wasn't the best thing for me to be consuming. How do you feel now? Uh, a little scale of one to ten. Uh, a ten being like I'm, I'm feeling awesome. A ten being Al on a normal Friday morning. Oh, okay, uh, I am a seven. That's not bad. That's not terrible. That's actually pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, after a holiday party, that's pretty good. Yeah, that is pretty. You know what, Jerry? You are correct. Thank you very much. Thank you. Very much. By right. the way, the Yankees signing this Carlos Rodon. Yeah, Rodan. What's his Rodan, name? Rodon. You're right. You got it. You got it. Which, uh, by the way, I broke the news to the staff at the at the Christmas. Uh, you were on your phone. I, I well, I <laughs> I like to see what's going on in the sports world. Sure. And I was like, oh, this is you know, this is uh, the, the Yankees going to go. I don't even know if the Yankee fans wanted this guy, other than they felt like they needed somebody, and this guy's name was the name out there. The Yankee fan wants another bat. That's what they want. A stick, Jerry. They did not lose to the Astros last year because of pitching. They didn't. They didn't hit. That's what they wanted. Now, let me ask you this. Can this guy hit Carlos? <laughs> Maybe he can DH That'd be awesome. on days he's not pitching. No, he can't hit. He's never hit because he played in the uh, in the American League until last year. He was with the Giants, but he was with the White Sox for like the first six or seven years of his career. And he's good. I mean, he's good. Is he awesome? No. Yeah, Is exactly. he awesome? Yeah, no. that's what I want to know, Jerry. Is he awesome? Well, what would you consider awesome? Like a like a, like when Jacob Degrom is no. healthy, he's awesome. No, when Jacob Degrom has been healthy, he has thrown to an ERA between one point five and two. That is awesome. What about uh, Garrett Cole when he's uh, rolling? He's awesome. You know what's Here's what I would say about Garrett Cole: consistently good. Okay, so is Carlos Rodon? That's what I think you'll get. 
You'll get I mean, a Garrett Cole type. All right, Jerry. Maybe. I mean, he now he's had injury issues in his career. That's number one. This guy? Yes. Here's the good news. I think, and i got to check this, pretty sure he's already had Tommy John surgery. So that's a good thing. Um, he pitched well last year in San Francisco. Forget the wins and losses. He threw to an ERA just under three. So that's good. Um, I think you've got another, like a co-ace. Like Garrett Cole is really consistent and really good. I think that's what you're going to get from this guy. It's a good signing. There's nothing wrong with it. The problem is the Yankee fan wanted someone else that's going to move the needle offensively in the postseason, and they didn't do that. Hmm. And is there anyone left? Uh, I don't really think so, no. Right. I, I mean, Dansby Swanson, I think, is out there. I don't know if that excites him. Maybe he is, maybe he's not. I'm not 100% sure. I have to check. Um, but I think he's still out there. But all the guys are gone now. So it kind of is what it is. If you're going to make a move now, it's going to be via trade, I would think. And I don't know that they're trading for anybody. Do you? No. I think they just spent a billion dollars on Aaron Judge. They just gave this guy $160 million. They've got the – I now with this deal, I'd have to see where they stack up payroll-wise, but I think they were only second in the Mets. So in terms of payroll, they're spending their money, but I don't think the Yankee fans excited because they're going to see the same offensive lineup that you saw last year, right. essentially. And that's going to tick people off. Right. Well – Tick them off, I guess. I think you'd be a little annoyed, but at the but at the end of the day, you do still have a really good team that will be in the playoffs. That if they can ever figure it out against the Astros, for God's sakes, they got a good chance to win a World Series. Now, who about what about this dude the Mets signed catcher? Yeah, I don't know anything about him. I really Omar don't. Narvaez. Yeah, I don't. I don't know a lot. I I do not. When I saw it on the show sheet, I'm yeah. like, I'm not even familiar with him. Hmm. And you watch MLB Network. I do watch a lot of it, but I don't know. I don't really know him. I thought this real quick before you talk about the Mets. Mm-hmm. So you think back to well, all right. So think about the glory days for you. Give me nineteen eighty six. Yeah, all right, that's fine. So give me something in the eighties, and give me two big players on one team. Like all right, I could give you uh, offensive players, not pitchers. Yeah, yeah. So I remember to me. Back in the 80s, the Brewers were, like, a dominant offensive team. Okay. They had, like, Gorman Thomas, Ben Ogilvy. Perfect. So there you go. Gorman Thomas, Ben Ogilvy. Really good players. Yeah. Do you think, as the Brewer fans were watching them, that there weren't many days they were frustrated with them? But then time goes by and you think back, like, my God, we had Gorman Thomas, Ben Ogilvy at the (laughs) same time. Yes. Would you not agree? Uh Uh-huh. Do you not think, as amazing as what the A's did, and they did win for sure, when they had McGuire and uh, and what's his name? Conseco. You don't think that the A's fans had some weeks where they were really frustrated by Conseco and McGuire when they weren't hitting home runs? Yeah, when they were striking out nonstop. But, but we think back, we're like, my God, they had McGuire and, and, and Conseco. Think what it's going to be like 20 years from now when the Yankee fan thinks back, we had Judge and Stanton. Wow. And think about how mu- how many days and times the Yankee fan is so frustrated with the strikeouts, the injuries, the lack of production as you're in the moment. But you know what? In 2042, Yankee fans are going to look back and be like, my God, we had Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton in the same lineup. And then they're going to, next thing they're going to think is, how did we not win more? Yeah. <laughs> but it's pretty, you know, mm-hmm. they, they should be good. They'll be good. They'll be good. I hope so, Jerry. We need another stick. Well, yes. But again, think about all right, no so, sticks left. But if I told you five years ago, yeah. Five, yeah, let's say five years ago, and I know Judge wasn't 
what he's become yet, but we kind of had an idea his rookie year. If I told you the Yankees were going to have a lineup that had Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, Anthony Rizzo, just to name a few, DJ LeMayhew, I mean, it's like an all-star team lineup. They should be better in October, shouldn't they? They should. But they haven't. They're not. No. They're not, Jerry. I also see the Mets are moving in the right field wall. Yeah, that was out there. More than I thought. I thought it was only three or four feet. You wrote down, what, eight feet? Eight feet, six inches. Yeah. We got a lot more home runs out there. You you should, yeah. All those balls that hit the wall balls. will now be over the wall. Yeah, they said they're building some sort of uh, you know, seating for fans there where they're going to be able to sit on couches with TVs. Are they going to put a pool in? Uh, they did not mention a pool. Uh, we're not ripping off Arizona? They're going to make going to the ballpark just like staying home, Jerry. No, yeah, okay. Who's who's picking me up with the helicopter and then get me there? Yeah, exactly. That sounds. I right, mean, they're like they're going to be recliners and televisions. I'm like, great. That sounds like my house. How many times will you buy those tickets? Zero. Exactly. I'm, I have that set up at home. Right. Why do you have to go anywhere? Exactly. The fan experience at the ballpark. I do like the like in right field in some of these places where there's there's like a. A fence type thing out there in right field, and you could see people just sitting, yes. sitting back there eating. Yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah, do you remember when City Field was first open? Yes, how big it was. Yeah, no one was hitting anything. No, and now the amount of uh, alterations they've made or uh, modifications to the to the uh, the the fence, it's the really it's not the same park anymore. Yeah, well, they had it that one thing when you would hit deep balls to left, and they would be caught. Yes, and to right and to center. Yeah. And you had guys complaining. Yeah, no, we need home runs, Jerry. You do need home runs. Well, you're going to get more of them now. I love a good home run. Yeah. Now, uh, last night, Jerry, were you able to catch any of this 49ers-Seattle Seahawks game? So I saw a good amount of it, and this was – I don't know how much you saw. I will tell you, this was one of the games that you have discussed forever that had to have driven you nuts if you were watching it. 16 penalties, 140 yards in penalties, in penalty yardage. And there were so many plays, Al, that were made. Even at one point, Al Michaels goes, oh, look at that, a flag. Of course there's another one. It was awful. There was one uh, roughing the passer on Bosa that I I, 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 don't, I don't get it. And you're going to tell me, well, I guess they think he fell on him too hard. It's a tackle. And to me, it wasn't a body weight thing. That was awful. There was an interception that Purdy threw that was called back for a touchdown that could have changed the direction of the game because a few plays later, um, when Seattle then had the ball, they fumbled, the Niners got. I mean, there was so many different things that went on in this game, and the penalties just waved off so much. It was brutal to watch. It also seemed like the Seahawks – you know, I watched the extended highlight package when okay. it came in. Yep. And on the two, both touchdown passes to George Kittle, the Seahawks looked like they quit in attempting to tackle him. So, well, I agree. So the 58, or I think it was 58, the one where he's like wide open and then just makes a cutback and then scores. Yeah. They were the one thing that um, Michaels and what's his name? Herb Kirk Street. Herbstreet. That they were talking about, and this is where this Brock Purdy, man. So his numbers, if you're just waking up, 17 of 26, 217, two touchdowns, started 11 for 11. Like, really is playing the part of a good starting quarterback in the league. He was looking the entire time right, pump fake twice right, and then it just wasn't there. He turns left, and there's George Kittle wide open. Like, that was a Purdy play. Purdy. Ah, a Purdy play. 
Um, but you're right. It didn't seem like they gave you much. And then how about the fact that they get it to 21-13, and then the Niners just run it down their throat over the final 340 and never give Seattle the ball back. That's impressive. Usually that's a three and out, and then you're kind of grinding your teeth to see if your defense is going to hold it for the win. Yeah, one of the uh, and one of the Purdy uh, TDs to George Kittle, the one that went uh, in the middle to the middle of the field. Yeah, he looked so smooth. He fakes, you know, the the left screen, fakes the right screen, right, and then uh, George Kittle is just wide open in the middle of the field. Yeah, and then his second touchdown, he was wide open down the sideline. What's one thing you notice though mm. when Purdy drops back to pass? Protection. Yeah. I mean, you just said it. That's true. Pump fakes to the right, pump fakes to the left, nothing there. Oh, look, George Kittle's wide open. <laughs> well, when you've got four seconds to throw, as opposed to dropping back like last week where Mike White got his ass kicked in Buffalo, um, it's a different game. That's why. So let's so let's talk about Michael Parsons for a second. Real quick. I was thinking about this yesterday because I watched the video, uh, the longer form of the video. And I get what he's saying. It doesn't come out great. And if I'm the Eagles, I'm annoyed because Jed, that's their that's their quarterback. That's my um, quarterback. But it's so right. So let's say Brock Purdy last night does what he does, but the San Francisco defense doesn't play well, and they lose. All right, he threw for two. You'd say he threw for 217 yards. Yeah. He threw for 400 yards. Right. He had a good day. He had a nice good. day. Yeah, not great. But they didn't win. Uh, what if he is being harassed and he gets sacked nine times? last night and he doesn't go 17 for 26 he goes 13 for 27 throws for 200 yards two touchdowns and he is sacked eight times but it's just there's so much that goes into an nfl game like i get what parsons is saying to where i was thinking it almost makes zero sense that there's an mvp award in a team sport like football yeah if you like you could have a quarterback of the year you could have a wide You can even have an offensive player of the I year. I like that. Offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year, special teamer of the year. But when you really think about it, it is asinine to have an MVP award in the NFL. And I know Boomer I'm Boomer size. I, oh, I know. Right. I get it. And good for him. He had a great season. Hey, for you. No doubt. But when you really break it down, think about the Super Bowls Tom Brady won because of his – not because, but his kicker played a huge part. Though it's like the Bills have never won a Super Bowl. Scott Norwood, wide right. Like, Jim Kelly should be a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. And instead, what do we think of? Boy, they they were terrible in the Super Bowl, 0 for 4. Meantime, Brady's kicker hits everything, and he wins games that Jim Kelly otherwise would have lost. It really is stupid when you think about it. All right, let's call the NFL editor today. Say, hey, your award is stupid. Uh, Can you have a number? Let me call Roger Goodell. Your MVP award is stupid. Am I wrong? No, you're right. You're right, Jerry. It really is. So, like, you can make the case the MVP of the Niners is their defense. Let's make that case. You you could do that. Nick you Bosa. definitely could do that. Now, you can have an MVP of a game, I suppose, but for a season? Did you see the Nick know. Bosa sack? And I <coughs> hope this one wasn't the one that they called the flag out, where he just he came around the end and he just walloped it on the top of the shoulder of uh, Geno Smith and knocked him down that way. Um, I know. I don't man. think I saw. I don't think I saw that one. Oh, that was a pretty good one. I don't think I saw that because the one I'm talking about got called back oh, for yeah, roughing no. the passer. Yeah, I didn't see a flag on this one. Yeah, no, no, no. This was a roughing the passer call that I thought was absurd. So no, I didn't see that one. I'll have to check it. Would you remember what part of the game it was in? Mm, no, because I saw. I was back and forth on this game and the Devils game, Devils Flyers last night, 
And then I picked up this game, which is being rerun on NFL Network, uh, when I got up down here at like 345. So I've kind of seen a lot of it, but not all of it. Hey, Jerry, I think uh, it was right before that sack, like a few plays before. Oh, okay. All right, so there you go. So no, I did not see that. I don't remember yeah, seeing it. it was pretty that. good. He just came around the bend and walloped Geno Smith right on the top of his shoulder. You know, that guy is pretty good. He's like TJ Watt. He's like a game wrecker. He was a high draft pick, right? Yeah. Oh, I would, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So Niners are going to be tough to beat. They really are. They're 10-4. and four. They clinched the division last night with the win. And all of a sudden, so two teams, think about this as we take a break, because we've got cool games coming up. Oh, that's right, Jerry. Um, you had the Giants were, what, 7-2? and two? Does that sound right? Yes. They're now 7-5-1. and one. Haven't won a game in a month, although they did have the tie, so they haven't lost all those games. But the Seahawks, all of a sudden, you look up in that feel-good story, they're 7-7 seven and seven now. Yeah, not great. No, no, not great at all. And they're losing games at home. So good for the Niners. Bad for the Seahawks, week 15, off and running. We'll take a break. When we come back, we have the ever-popular cool games coming up. Have not looked yet. Can't wait to see it, aside from the Cowboys and Jaguars I know about and the two local teams. Uh, We'll do that next, and then Boomer and Geo hungover on a Friday on The Fan. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, 25 after 5, Feel Good Friday, presented by Casamigos Tequila, brought to you by those who drink it. Make sure you have plenty on hand this weekend. Casamigos Tequila reminds our friends to celebrate responsibly before we do the big segment. Did you see the video I uh, tweeted you at there, uh, Al? Yes, you showed me the Nick Bosa roughing the passer. Yeah, I mean, even in slow motion, it doesn't look like anything. Like, I understand that play that Boomer always discusses when a big 390-pound defensive tackle, hunk, you know, falls forward on the guy. Yeah, where they, they drive you into the ground. I mean, what do you want him to do? I, I don't I don't get it. I, I don't understand. So I want to make sure you saw that. Yeah, right, I did cool. see that. All right, so with that said, that was a pretty good game last night. Pretty good game. Pretty it's good. 525. It's Friday. It's Casamigos Feel Good Friday. And these days are starting to dwindle, as a matter of fact. So without further ado, as we will take a look at the schedule, it is time for a little segment we like to call Cool Games. Thank you, Jerry. Time for Cool 
You know that it's time for some cool games. Time for cool games. Al and Jerry, they got your cool. Finish strong. Yeah. <laughs> Voice ain't doing so great there, is it, Al? Couldn't hit that high note. Jerry, red wine attacks your throat, evidently. You red wine, you didn't smoke Marlboro Reds. No, I did not. <laughs> Feels like I did, though. I understand. I understand, too, that Eddie's wearing our cool game shirt. Oh, nice. I didn't even notice that this morning. How about that? So, to recap, or to set it up, I should say, not recap, we haven't done anything yet. To set it up, this has got to be a game that we would like to sit down and watch from start to finish. No red zone, no extended highlights. We want to watch the game. Last night, I actually think would have qualified as a cool game because I was into that and I was looking forward to it. I agree. But that said... The day that's over, so that doesn't count. We start fresh now with the games on Sunday. No, oh, actually, Jerry, this is a week Ooh. where Saturday three presents Saturday. us three that's games. So I let's start with those, that. Jerry, yes. at one o'clock on Saturday. Now these are all on NFL Network. These are not on your regular television uh, channel. Not on Paramount Plus, no. Amazon Prime, no. Hulu. We can watch these games. You can watch these games yeah. on NFL Network. First Very up, good. the Indianapolis Colts. No, not a cool game. Mm, too bad because they're playing a 10-3 and three Vikings. But you're right, Jerry. It's not. This is definitely not no. a cool game. No. I'm, I'm into actually seeing how the Vikings respond. Yeah. But, no. Yeah, I'm not putting this game stink. on. And this is a standalone game, Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, then at 4.30, Jerry, on Saturday, you have the Baltimore Ravens at the Cleveland Browns. No. Nope. And nope, uh, nope, you know nope. what? Ravens-Browns, you would think, should be. Should be a cool game. But I'm I'm here's number one. Not interested in watching Deshaun Watson. That's one. And there's no Lamar Jackson. Yeah, it's so, not interesting. No, and the and the Ravens can't score. It's boring. So it, ironically enough, I'll have it on because I can't do Rutgers Wake Forest tomorrow, which is killing me by the way. So I will be home and I'll watch it. But no, this is not a cool. This game sucks. No, this game sucks. What about this one though, Jerry? At an eight fifteen Saturday yes. night game, Miami Dolphins. In Buffalo, yes. where uh, we could get a little snow, Jerry. You're going to get some snow. You're going to get a good winter feel Yeah, with this game tomorrow night. This is actually the, as I said yesterday, this is the definition of a cool game. Yep. This one, like, this is one, get the Casamigos out, get the fireplace on, put the TV on, and let's go. Wake the kids, phone the neighbors, Jerry. This is going to be a good one. This is a fun Saturday night game. Yeah, that's a Saturday night, 8-15, so we'll be locked into that. So for uh, your Saturday games, there's just one cool game, and it's the primetime game, 8-15, Dolphins at Buffalo Bills. Now let's turn our attention to Sunday, Jerry, and the 1 o'clock games. We kick it off with the Atlanta Falcons. No. They're playing the New Orleans Saints. No, and you know what's crazy about this mm-hmm. is these games with this NFC South yeah. have legit playoff implications because the division is garbage. Right, the, the Falcons are 5-8, and eight, the Saints are 4-9. and nine. Right, and they're both still in the mix for the division hmm. because the Bucks are, what, 6-7? and seven Something like that. And leading the division? Yeah. So it's a relevant game, 
You would have to pay me to watch this game. <laughs> right. And uh, Marcus Mariota, this is the game. Like, he's gone. He left. Yeah. And they have Desmond some rookie Ritter. dude. Desmond Ritter. I, I would say, though, it would, be, it would be cool to see Atlanta win and put a little bit of pressure on the Bucks. I would say that. But no, this is this not is a cool game. If we did a segment called Terrible Games, yeah. this would be in that. We'd have a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, what terrible. about, Jerry, this one? The Pittsburgh Steelers. No. Well, they're playing in Carolina, the no. uh, uh, the Carolina Panthers. No, nope. not interested no, in that. T- I do like that the receiver basically said, we don't want Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. It's like, yeah, I'd like to see, uh, who's the other fellow? Uh, Mason Rudolph. Yes. We'd like to see him play. My God, these quarterbacks, Mike, man. Mike Tomlin can't like that, though. No, absolutely not. Right. That's He's like a the receiver in the locker room. Right. A receiver telling you who he wants to uh, – telling the media who he wants to see play. Yeah. What well, about- if you remember Tomlin before he went to Pickett, remember they were saying there was the one receiver that wanted him to play, and Tomlin's like, nope, Trubisky's our quarterback. Halftime next game. All right, you're out. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> Don't come back. Get out. You suck, yes. Maybe you'll be interested in this game, Jerry. It involves the 12-1 and Philadelphia Eagles. That's a good start yes, for a cool is. game. They are playing at the Chicago Bears. They're 3-10. and ten. No. Oof. It's Oof. not. Again, this is a check-in Oof. game just to see if the Eagles are going to roll yeah. right, right into the playoffs at 16-1. and one. Does Justin Fields maybe give them some trouble? But no, I have no. no. This is terrible. Terrible Boy, game, Jerry. Time for terrible games. Terrible this is awful. games. Uh, what's next? Well, Jerry, we got the Kansas City Chiefs. They're pretty good. Ah, good start. Good They're 10-3. start. They're 10-3. Please tell me they're playing a good team. They are playing in Houston. Oh. The 1-11-1 oh. Texans. Good Lord. Yeah, no, so and the, the Texans gave you everything they could last week in Dallas. They're going to get steamrolled by yeah. Patrick Mahomes. No. So it's the 1 o'clock oh. games locking good, Jerry. What about this one, Jerry? Your Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. In Jacksonville. Yes. Yes. Is this a cool game for others other than Cowboy well, fans. I have to you you are now the judge of this yeah. because it's the Cowboys. Every Cowboy game for me is a cool game. I will tell you though that people are I shouldn't say concerned. People are watching to see if the Cowboys are looking ahead to the Eagle game the following week. Number 1, number 2, Trevor Lawrence in his last 4 games, 10 touchdowns, zero interceptions. Yeah. I- so Jacksonville mm-hmm. has played better. Uh, for me, it is you make the call. I'm I'm going to say no on this one just okay. because I, I have I was starting to talk myself into it. Yeah, well, so once that's that starts. No. Yeah, all right, fair enough. You're so finally, we, have, we have no Sunday cool games yet. Not yet, Jerry. Oh, but uh, and we only have one more one o'clock uh, game here. Fantastic. That's the Detroit Lions at the New York Jets. Cool game. Cool game. Cannot wait to watch that. Well, yep. I'm not going to be able to, but I'll be locked in on this one, Jerry. If I could, I would watch this start to finish. Absolutely, oh, man. And Dan Mike White Campbell said he is playing. Leg. Yes, he did. Right, Dan Campbell's going to be working the rib. Those uh, Lions players are going to be. Giving them the business in the rib section. That's right. That's you might I've... even get a penalty like back in the day. Yeah. Personal foul, number 78, for giving them the business. For giving, I, like, I would love to hear a referee in this game over a microphone say, for working the rib. <laughs> That's five yards for working the rib. Well, you have to pay someone to say that, I think. <laughs> All right, so this is great, Jerry. So at 1 o'clock, the only cool game we have to be uh, concerned with is Lions-Jets. Right, though I have to work the Cowboy game, but yes. You'll be working the Cowboy game. All Correct. right, well then let's look at the 4 o'clock window, Jerry. Now, usually you get good games in the 4 yeah, o'clock Normally. Window. Let's see, 4.05, you got the Arizona Cardinals. Nope. <laughs> at Bad the Broncos. Start. Oh, God. <laughs> a combined 7-19, and 19, those two teams are. Oh. 
That is a that's not a terrible game. That is a downright crap game. Yeah, we got some bad games. What do you think the ratings are for that? No, not good. God, that would be terrible. All right, yeah. no one cares about that. Move on. What about the New England Patriots at the Raiders? The Raiders, Jerry. Josh McDaniels' no. revenge spot. No. The what if I Patriots said this Patriots are was... boring. The Raiders blow leads every week. What if I said it was the Raiders? No. Oh. No. Still no. No. I did see an interesting stat though. Oh. Twenty-two games. Bill Belichick has coached against former assistants that yeah. have gone on to be head coaches. What do you think his record is in those yeah, games? Yeah, I, I think he's act, Bill Belichick's. I don't think very good against the co- his uh, old. Coaches. Eleven and eleven. Oh, okay. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. That's it? That's it what? That, like that 11 and 11? Yeah. That's it? I would yeah. expect better. Yeah, and it's weird. Like, he, <clears throat> like I remember he lost, like, to Matt Patricia when he was with the Lions, when Matt Patricia was coaching the Lions. Like, yeah, he, weird. He's lost weird ones where, like, they, they've been terrible coaches, but they end up beating Bill Belichick. Yeah, very strange, but not very a cool Very strange, game. Jerry. Not a cool game. No. 425, you got two games there. That's normally <clears throat> where you get one of the um, one of the premier games, the national games. Let's see if it's this one. Tennessee Titans Oh God! at the L.A. Chargers. Uh, no. It's, it's an interesting game. Yeah, I don't know. It's not a cool game. No, and the Titans have lost like three or four in a row. They're better. They're, they're seven and six. They're average. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to be a cool game. you got to be good. And I know the Lions are six and seven and the Jets are. I know. I understand that. But there's more to it. I don't want to watch Ryan Tannehill. Me no, neither. No, no. Sorry. All right, then it must be this game, Jerry. 425 CBS. <laughs> The Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, I like this start. At the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Hold on. That is my reminder alarm to talk to you about Ric Flair. (laughs) You've got Thunder Road. Uh, That's what Spotify picked for me. (laughs) For my alarm. So don't forget, we got to talk about Ric Flair in the uh, next segment. Green Door (laughs) Slays. Sorry about that. All right, so we got uh, Cincinnati, New England. I mean, uh, Tampa. Bengals, Bucks. Here's why I'm going to say yes. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in the Burrow-Brady storyline. Okay. And I know the Bucks are not great. And kind of just, you know, 60 seconds ago I talked about six and seven teams. But this is an intriguing game for me to where I would watch this at 425. Yes. I agree. I would. I would. This is a cool game for me. All right, good. I'll be locked in Bengals-Bucks. And then there's a Sunday night game involving the local New York Giants. You make this call. At Washington. Uh, you make this call. I mean, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. But if you were telling people, cool game or not a cool game, what would you say? I would say this is not a cool game, but I'm going to watch it too. I mean, I'm going to watch it, but it's... I think outside of the this area, it's not a cool game. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If you are off Monday and two, Let's say you're like Eddie, and today you're done. Yeah. You weren't working Monday. Are you watching this game? No. Start to fin- yeah. No, so no, then no. It's not then. Right, it's not. Because I know it's – this is a perfect example of, like, if this were, like, a, a regular Sunday day game where I'd be all pumped, it is Sunday, we are watching football today, and then I'd put this Giants-Commanders game on, I'd be like, what is this? And you'd be bored to tears. Bored to tears, so not yeah, a cool just, game. And it's not – it's just the way they play. They yeah. just – they run the ball a lot. It's you know, it's not quite the same. I know Washington probably throws it a little bit more. But I really expect Saquon Barkley to run it 25 times on Sunday night to kind of get back to why they were good. It's just it's not it's not electric. Right, because the Giants don't score more than 20 points. Well, that's part of the problem, too. Correct. And then finally, Jerry, there's a Monday night game, the L.A. Rams at the oh, Packers. No. No. 
Boy, this is a bad week. Bad week, Jerry. So we've got a game on Saturday night that's a cool game, Dolphins-Bills. Yeah. Then we've got uh, Lions-Jets at 1 o'clock. Okay. Then we got Bucks-Bengals at 425. All right, so we at least have some of the time slots covered. Yeah, the time slots are covered, Jerry. And then you don't have to watch, well, I mean, in New York you're going to watch the Sunday night game, but around the country you're not. No, you're not, Jerry. So that was, you know, what can I tell you, Jerry? Those were your cool games. Alan Jerry just brought you a couple cool games. <laughs> Those were cool games. Alan Jerry just brought you a couple cool games. Finish. Into the sax solo. You may not like my singing, people out there, but when you hear it, you know you're driving to work on a Friday. And then that means tomorrow's Saturday. That's right. Wow. Bigger than that. That means when you're done today, it's Friday night. Friday night. Love Friday night. I love a Friday night. The Feel Good Friday. Presented by Casamigos Tequila. That's right. All right. When we come back, I have something about Ric Flair. Oh, good. I love Ric Flair stories. I know you do. So I want to bring that up. Plus, you have more on the show sheet. And then, of course, Boomer and Gio on this Feel Good Friday right here on The Fan. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, yeah. Wake up. It's Friday. Quarter to six. Nice to have you with us. It's Al and Jerry. I'm home one more day or maybe two. I don't even know. Maybe Monday. I'm not sure. Al is in studio. Not hungover, but not 100% either after the staff dinner last night. I hear they got in at one o'clock in the morning. No, I'm kidding. Um, So this I found really interesting, Al. So I'm watching the Devil game last night, and I always forget to mention it to you. So I made sure I made a note this time. So that I could discuss it with you. And you know that in this day, Ric Flair was for real. Height of popularity when, would you say? Uh, I would say uh, late 80s, early 90s. Okay. That is now 30-something years ago, if not longer. So, you know, they use them. They kind of roll them out there. And a lot of times I feel like, it's enough with this woo and all that crap. (laughs) So there's a Car Shield commercial 
that he now stars in. And I got to tell you, it's outstanding. So it's a, it's two cocky players in the locker room in between periods, and he comes in, and he's like the the motivator, if you will, and he turns into a werewolf. Ric Flair the werewolf. And the woo turns into a howl oh. that starts as a woo but ends as a howl. I got to tell you, it's outstanding. A woo! Yes! But it doesn't start with a woo. It starts with woo, and then it goes. I have no voice because I'm sick. You have a better voice. So start with the woo mm-hmm. and then extend it out like a Ric Flair woo, if you will. Woo! Yeah, but that was just a woo. You had to, like the howl. Woo. What's the howl? Right. You just did it. The ow. Right. Oh, I see. Woo! How? <laughs> you're, you're close. It was like I'm when t- you sang uh, Werewolves of London that time. Yeah, which was outstanding, by the way. Yeah. Ow! Ow! Yeah, that's good. So if you get a minute okay. today, I mean, I know you're very busy. Between I'm six very and busy, Jerry. I don't know where I'm going to find the time after when I get home at noon. So go or starting at six, you have time. You're in front of the computer. Even though yeah. you're producing, you are in front of the computer. I am. It takes two seconds. Google Ric Flair Car Shield. All right. And, and it's two local out. Devils players? No, no. They're Just actors like that are playing hockey as, players. As hockey play- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all. It's really pretty good. So he's a pretty good actor, you would say, for a commercial, unlike Pete Alonzo, who's terrible on, on I love list. those Alonzo commercials. Oh, my gosh. They're so bad. Pete Alonzo, how'd you get in my car? Yeah. <laughs> those are great. Yeah, but you like that guy who's doing it with him. He just goes, I'm hitting home runs. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think he did a good job in that. Ah, yeah. So check it out. Well, listen, Ric Flair's also 93. Yeah, he's Pete old. Alonzo's 28. Very old. Or 26, or whatever the hell he is. I don't know. I saw a uh, a note from the NFL that they send to the Raiders and right. uh, all the other teams. Evidently, the Raiders, on kickoffs, they were having somebody hold the t- not Not only were they kicking the ball off the tee like you're supposed to, they had a holder. But the holder had the ball on top of the tee, not in the tee. So why was he holding it then? Because it wasn't in the tee, it was placed on top of the tee where you had a hold or it would fall over. Right, now I gotta go see this. They were they were trying to get, and it was working more loft, so that the ball was up and higher. The ball straight up and down. Well, yeah, he was holding. They were using the tee as like a almost like a golf tee. Oh, so I the ball was the I ball gotcha. was up there, and that guy and the dude to come in and kick it off. It'd be up in the air higher, giving the Raiders more time to get down the field. I got to tell you, that seems kind of genius to me. Yeah, but they like, why just, would that not be allowed? They just told them they're not allowed to do it because they're they're not using the T properly. They're not placing the ball in the T. All right, but how come? All right, fair enough. Why then, when they do onside kicks, do they fool around with the way they put the ball, and that's allowed? I guess that is allowed. That's not for extra loft. That's for extra bounce and to keep it yeah. low. I guess because they're not put, they're not using anything on it. They're just placing the uh, ball on on those offs on those uh, onside kicks. They're placing the ball right on the turf. I got to be honest, I don't care for this. <laughs> it was a, a, a genius move by the Raiders. It is a genius move. I like it. I'm gonna try, I'm actually gonna try and go back and find. You know what the problem is? I don't know when they kicked off. You know what? Here's the thing, though. They should just let the Raiders keep doing it. It's not like they're winning games doing it. Right. This big secret weapon. They still yeah. suck. <laughs> It's true. You're right. That's what it's the note true. said from Roger Goodell. It said, uh, we don't think this is fair, even though you still suck doing it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Which wasn't. He didn't need to write it that way, Jerry. I would tell you, though, of all the things that 
come to his desk, mm-hmm. he must be like, Raiders. Oh, God. Oh, the Raiders this? again. Oh, ball on a tee. Oh, we can <laughs> work with this. <laughs> That's no problem. This is easy. That's actually kind of funny. I see, uh, you know, there was there's some talk, and, and some of the talk was from Mr. Boomer Esiason yesterday about this, uh, will Mike White play, Jerry? He's playing. Yeah, even Mike White say, listen, yep. I'm playing. Now, well, he, and he said that on uh, Wednesday, too. Yeah, but I guess... Um, well, yes, but he didn't practice, or he was limited. I understand. He was Mr. Limited you know many guys in practice. Are, you know how many guys don't practice on Wednesday yeah. around the league? I suppose that's uh, many people, Jerry. It is, Any, yeah. Anybody who's sore from the previous Sunday's game is not practicing. Correct. But he's ready to go. Now, let me ask you this, because we do know that um, uh, Zach Wilson is dressing as the number two. Okay. Do wh- What would you would you bet? that Zach Wilson gets at least a snap Sunday due to a Mike White shot to the no. ribs. Really? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say yes, he does get us. Okay. Uh, Eddie, what do you think? Will we see a Zach Wilson under center for at least one play Sunday? Yes. Yes. See, I don't want to see it, though. No, like I, don't, I, I don't. I'm not wishing for it. I'm not betting for it. Okay. I think I'm going to see it, though. You might. I, I, I hope not because I want to see the kid get a chance to actually play. I, that's what I want to see again. So we'll see. You might be right, though. Maybe the betting. Which kid will... you want to see get a chance to play? I want to see Mike White play Mike the White, full yes. game. Me and if, too. By the way, Rams Raiders. Of course, the Rams kick off to start the game. God, <laughs> you can't make it up. I mean, give me a break. I just needed to see the kickoff. That's yeah, all I, I want to see. Yeah, yeah. God darn it. Anyway. All right, I'll tell you what. Here's what we're going to do because I see it's 553. We've got to oh. take a break. Uh, you'll give us the Sports Minute. When I come back, I will have seen the kickoff. I'll give All you right. my review. Oh, this is uh, Sports Minute. Uh, Amy Lawrence talking about NFL quarterback injuries. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, short on time, of course. Uh, Carlos Rodon to the Yankees. The Niners beat the Seahawks. Got the that's back in action last night. Rangers win, Devils lose, go out. And a big week of Saturday football, Jerry. Yes. Sunday football. I did see Quentin Williams uh, didn't practice again. Yeah. So what's that guy's story, I don't know. Jerry? That's not great. That's a little different than not playing, not practicing on Wednesday. If you don't practice on Wednesday and Thursday. That's problematic, but that doesn't mean he won't play. We'll see. I don't know. Tune in. That's why it's a cool game Sunday. It is a cool game. One yes, of the few. Is. We got a yeah. 1 o'clock cool game, a 4.30 cool game. Uh, and uh, uh, eight o'clock. No, not eight, eight o'clock. You, you have an eight o'clock Saturday night. Cool Sat- game. That is a cool game, right? Yeah, yes. but Sunday night is not Sunday night. Cool game. Giants are out. WFAN, WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD One, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.